If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna. How happy am I immediately on this beautiful Friday, February 2nd, to see such gorgeous friends of mine in the comments already. I mean, there's nothing better than starting your day this way. The best part of waking up is a daily dose of Donna in your cup. (laughs) Um, I don't need my glasses today because I have everything nice and big. You know, one of the benefits of getting older is that No one tells you that the day you turn 42, you all of a sudden lose eyesight. Now, another thing that I'm working on, and this may be TMI for a lot of you guys, is dealing with like some of these chest wrinkles. I'm a side sleeper. And so I sleep like, you know, on your side. And my my chest is wrinkling. And TikTok listens to me, you guys. TikTok listens to me and it sent me all these ads of these like silicone pads. So I'm going to be trying those out. Um, Before we get into the show, I have to share with you that uh, this episode all week has been sponsored. These episodes this week are brought to you by the incredible BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash Donna, D-A-N-A, and get on your way to being your best self. I appreciate Everyone that has signed up, so many of you guys decided to take advantage of this deal here in 2024 and, you know, get, get, get some uh, mental help. (laughs) We all need some mental help. I mean, listen, the one thing that we can all say is if you have any self-awareness, which I think I do, that you can recognize where you need uh, to improve upon in your life. Like, Maybe it is the fact that you are uh, anxious or you struggle with self-doubt or maybe you have a lot of hate in your heart or maybe you are a um, an online troll. I don't know. Go to BetterHelp because it's convenient. It's flexible. You can do it at home. You can do it wherever you are. And just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. The best part about it is that just like dating, if it doesn't work out, if you're getting a vibe, because we've all had those vibes, right, where you meet someone and you're like, hmm. I don't think that's going to work. You're going to uh, be able to switch your therapist for no additional charge. So become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash D-A-N-A and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Donna, D-A-N-A. Thank you guys so much. When you support my sponsors, you support me. So thank you, BetterHelp, and thank you all of you. Um, a quick comment. This is an interesting one because it's from Beth who says, I love your sweater. And I have to tell you, I bought so many clothes from Vici because of you. They should be sponsoring you. I have been a fan of Vici. It's V-I-C-I for those of you listening. 
forever. But they don't sponsor small creators from what I've seen. They work with huge, like big time beauty influencers. The ones that like spend their days, you know, taking footage of themselves trying clothes on, which is not me. And that's cool. I do um, have some discount codes. They're not my personal ones, but I always find some discount codes. So I always make sure I get some discounts when I use them. So always look for discount codes with these companies. And I know that they just had a new, um, what's it called? Uh, a partnership with Madison LaCroix from Southern Charm. It's actually so cute. It's like Vici X Madison. And the clothes are adorable. I think a lot of them sold out, to be honest. But she is so adorable. And it was a great partnership, I think, for Vici. You know, Vici started, I've been shopping from Vici at least 10 years, if not longer, maybe 15 years. They started as like, from what I know, just like one retail shop in Newport Beach. And they had like a very basic website. And then it's grown and grown and grown. And now they have a huge, huge online brand. It's a great website. It's really easy with returns as long as you're buying not final sales. So go over there. But this sweater actually is Amazon. And all my um, Amazon clothes are in my Amazon storefront. So thanks you guys for supporting if you're interested in anything I wear. If I can link it, I will. Um, OMG, tonight is Friday. That means that if you are part of the upper tier on Patreon, you get to be invited to our happy hour. It's a Zoom happy hour at 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. It will be a lot of fun. We always get together for an hour. We talk, we chat, we get to know each other. I'm not going to be drinking tonight, but I'm going to be drinking my non-alcoholic champagne because I have so much of it from dry January. So it will be really fun. We'll have a we'll have a good time. Make sure that you sign up for Patreon for the upper t the upper tier. So it's the overdose, and then you'll get a link about an hour or two before we get into the happy hour. Um, so I'm looking forward to hanging out with you guys and laughing tonight. So many things to chat about today. I hope you guys are doing well. Um, we have, we had an interesting morning over here. Well, I will say this is, this is what's on the agenda. Um, we'll talk about traders in just a bit. We're going to talk about Vicki Gumvelson over on Jeff Lewis. And then we are going to talk about, um, we're going to be talking about, uh, the traders. Okay. So, oh, I already said that. I think traders, Jeff Lewis, Vicki Gumvelson. But before that, we're going to talk about some other stories. So first of all, did you guys hear about this Wendy Williams documentary that is coming out? So I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you. I only watched Wendy Williams randomly. I really didn't watch it all the time. Um, thank you, Kelly, because I felt like well, I think Wendy was on for the most part. She was on when I was working, you know, in the office on um, shows. So I never really got obsessed. But a lot of you pop culture lovers, a lot of you reality TV lovers loved Wendy Williams. So what do you think the connection is? I'm curious. You guys tell me in the comments. What do you think the connection is between those people that love reality TV and love pop, love pop culture and then love Wendy Williams? Because I don't think it's the same as the connection of like a Kelly Clarkson watcher, right? You wouldn't say that you're obsessed with pop culture, so you have to watch Drew Barrymore. Is it is it the same or was it different? Was it the gossip? Mary Ellen says she gossiped a lot. So that was, she makes you laugh. So I guess it's kind of all the same. Her personality was big. She had a, a very kind of 
said whatever was on her mind. How you doing, right? That was like her whole thing. She she is kind of like a reality star in that sense, I would say, right? She has that little bit of a um, bigger than life personality that we all love watching on TV. Anyway, we all have heard through the years that she has had some struggles. We've seen it on the show. We've seen, um, you know, when she fainted, we've seen her health diminish and lots of kind of um, scary things through the years with her. And apparently, you know, she was really struggling with alcoholism and many more things. But she has a documentary coming out. And this article with TMZ talks about this because the trailer is out. It's for a lifetime documentary called Where is William Where is Wendy Williams? The trailer just dropped. Um I'm trying to think if there's an actual air date yet or not. If you guys oh here we go. February 24th and 25th at 8 p.m. Eastern. So we're gonna it's a two part so two nights. Um the documentary trailer is heartbreaking. It feels a little bit like she, you know, here's the thing about money. Money is, we've seen it over and over and over and over. That money is something and success and fame. These are all things that happen to people who are severely struggling, you know, whether it's it's a drug or alcohol or maybe it's a mental health issue. And so I do believe that it is very eye-opening whenever you see people in places of such kind of fame or spotlight. Like Wendy Williams was living a dream life, right? She was the host of the Wendy Williams show multi-years on on TV. And meanwhile, she was struggling so much. And since then, it's clear that she has really struggled with her health, with her money. The trailer makes it look like she was surrounded by a lot of yes people, a lot of enablers. How many times do we hear these stories, right? People that just kind of let you do and live in whatever you want, in whatever way you want, because they're scared to say no and they're scared to maybe lose their own jobs. And also maybe they're taking advantage of you in the meantime. It feels like very similar to so many stories we've heard through the years of people like this. It's, it's, um, tragic. It's awful. But my hope, because she did come back on Instagram today, I think it's the Wendy Williams podcast. So she's going to have a podcast. It sounds like, and, um, and she went on stories. So I'm hoping that she is going to be okay. And this is like a redemption tour. It seems like it. It feels like it. So let's hope for Wendy that she comes out of this on top. Um, you know, I saw an awful story last night. Talk about like depression and trigger warning, trigger warning, right? Um, a, a, a producer of this movie, something Flower Moon, Lance just watched it. It's like a very big you know, movie. I don't, I'm not like such a movie gal. And this is, um, this is so sad. The producer's wife just, you know, unalived herself. And she was a very like esteemed, beautiful woman, money, producer, also like very involved in things, had kids. Whenever you hear these stories, it always just like snaps you back to reality. It's the Anthony Bourdain and the Kate Spade stories. It's like the Robin Williams. It's always just so shocking when you hear how, you know, depression, mental health, like it doesn't discriminate against money, against um, social status, against ethnicity, background, et cetera, killers of the flower moon. Yes, that's it. 
Um, so sending prayers to Wendy Williams, and I can't wait to watch this because I love a documentary. Now, another documentary that I heard about that's going to be airing on Sunday, my girl, the Zen Blonde posted about it on her TikTok, is a Martha Stewart documentary on CNN. I am obsessed with this story already. I love Martha Stewart. Has anyone ever looked so good at her age? She's so stunning. Um, she apparently had someone that worked for her back in the day when she was first just kind of starting to get very, very popular with her books, her cookbooks. And apparently, according to this woman who worked with her, that some of her major recipes that really took off, that got Martha Stewart on the um, map, were actually not even her recipes. So I love a scandal, as you guys know. And um, I think you guys do too, because you're here and you love watching all these shows with me. So I'm going to be watching that. I'm, I'm curious. Let me see if I have any info on the exact name. Martha Stewart documentary. It says the many lives of Martha Stewart documentary series. Yeah, it's under CNN Studios. Um, it looks like it's going to be. It just says CNN Studios, but I don't know if that's on CNN or it's going to be somewhere else. Okay, here we go. January 28th, 9 p.m. and February 4th, 9 p.m. Okay, so it should have already been on. We'll have to watch it and see where it's, we'll watch the first part together, you guys. Everyone try to watch these documentaries and then we'll come back and we'll chat about it. I just love it. Okay, so uh, I love the comments here. This is so interesting. All right. You guys, you know who came out of hiding? Ashton Kutcher. Do you guys remember when we went deep into the Danny Masterson, Scientology, A.A. Ron Smith-Levin, the whole shebang? And the craziest part about all of this was Ashton Kutcher coming out and, and speaking in the worst possible video. Him and Mila came out and basically apologized but defended their choice to write a letter of a character letter to um, Danny Masterson's judge before he was sentenced. I find it so, so just fascinating, the story, because Mila Kunis also really went MIA. I believe she's still working and doing her voices. I know she does the family guy voices. Ashton went really quiet, and Ashton is like a very, very popular social media guy. He's got so many things in the works. He's got so many things happening, but this was so, so um, bad. You know, we all make mistakes and we all say things to like, you know, without a filter and maybe things we regret. I am one of them, but this was so bad because it was a pre-recorded video and they have so much on the line. They have so many businesses, so much money. So they have kids, they've got... The fact that they released this video, for those of you guys that don't remember this, Danny Masterson was about to get sentenced to his, um, he ended up getting 30 years to life for all these horrible crimes. And someone released all of the character letters that were written about him and they were included Included in that were a lot of sci former Scientologists or a lot of fellow Scientologists, of course, family and friends, attorneys, whatever. That makes a little bit more sense. But then Ashton and Mila, who 
we knew there were friends. Obviously, Ashton worked on the ranch and that 70s show with Mila and him. Uh, they were all very, very close. But then it opened up all this other stuff that we were talking over on Patreon, if you remember, about Ashton and like a woman that he was dating back in the day in the in the early 2000s, I think. Or the, yeah. And like he went to go pick her up, but she had been killed. Like it was crazy, crazy, crazy stories. But he finally came out of hiding and attended his first public event since the controversy. And he uh, went to a Chase Bank function in Miami. Now, he didn't talk. We didn't hear anything about it, but I found it really interesting that he finally came out. See, he is more of an entrepreneur, I would say, Ashton, than an actor or anything else now. Um, but he w came out with Guy Osiri, who is a huge talent manager. Guy is like, I mean, so many of you guys probably know who he is, but he's a British manager. He represents a ton, a ton of um, very, very strong celebrities. He's Madonna's longtime business partner and manager. He manages Amy Schumer, Red Hot Chili Peppers. But Ashton paired up with Guy Osiri in 2015 to create the venture capital firm, firm Sound Ventures. And just last year, they launched a $240 million AI investment fund. So they've got money, those Kutchers. Anyway, lots of important people went to this event. I find it really interesting that this was his first kind of uh, coming out of hiding, business is business. I know Mila is, um, she's a local mom. You know, she has, they have kids. So my friends go to school with her. So she shows up to like kid functions um, as an adult. I mean, as a mom, but she doesn't, she hasn't, I haven't seen anything public with her, you know? Um, it will be interesting. It will be interesting to see what happens. Anyway. Okay. Anything else before we get into our stories? Let's talk about Vicki Gumbelson on Jeff Lewis today. Who listened to Vicki on Jeff Lewis? Now, I was actually really looking forward to this. This is this is the moment where you guys are going to decide. You know what? This was the last straw. I love you, Donna. I really, or I've tried. No, maybe you don't love me. I hate you, Donna. <laughs> I've tried with you. I want to give you another chance, but this will be the straw that breaks on the camel's back or whatever. This is the, this is the the last straw, and it is the fact that I like Vicky Gumbleson. <laughs> I can't help it. I guess I enjoy certain people that are deemed problematic in life. Do I think Vicki Gumvelson is perfect? Absolutely not. Absolutely. Do I think that she is, um, you know, PC perfectly and 100% good woman through and through? Probably not. Because who would be a housewife if they were? But I personally, um, I really, really enjoy Vicki Gumvelson. I do. I love her. And... I miss her on my TV. I find her entertaining AF. She's polarizing, of course. But I was really interested in this episode because I knew she was going to finally open up about like the Trace Amigas breakup. So essentially, when I saw her at the Hollywood Housewife Lift premiere, she was not holding back. She came straight to me. I mean, I went up to her, obviously, but straight into just getting to know each other. She immediately, I mean, I met her boyfriend, Michael. We talked about politics and then she went into like very strongly. She has very, very strong opinions, as you guys can imagine. And then she went straight into talking smack on, um, on Teddy. We know that these two 
hate each other. There's no question, right? It's like, why even try? They cannot ever move on. But she did open up about Tamara. And she said that Tamara basically walked away from Trace Amigas. They were doing it last year. It was successful. They had done a few shows. And then Shannon got that DUI. After Shannon got the DUI, then she needed to... After she got the DUI, uh, Tamara was, I guess, in Scotland at the time shooting Traders, and she reached out as much as she possibly could, but she was in Scotland, obviously, and something had happened, according to Vicky, while Tamara was away shooting Traders, where she was either advised or something to walk away from Trace Amigas to do something else. Now, here's my opinion. It's my opinion. Here's my opinion. I think Tamara and Teddy have something so damn big, you guys. You can't even imagine how much money those two are making from that podcast that they do. Not only two Ts, we've talked about the 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 empire of Teddy and Tamara, right? We've talked about the fact that they, you know, are are just so so incredibly successful at this. When you have a podcast that's getting millions of downloads, uh, you don't even understand, right? You don't even understand what kind of money they can make. Plus the fact that they can go and do their live shows and now they have all these. So if, if, if Tamara needs finances, if she's looking at this, like it's all about the money, honey, which by the way, Jeff and Vicky spoke about today. And I love their honesty. Jeff is like, I am money motivated. Vicky's like, so am I. Hey guys, so am I. If Are you? I'm money motivated. If this podcast that I was doing here wasn't making me any money, I love you guys, but I don't think I would be doing it every day. It's a shit ton of work. It's a job. So I make money from this podcast and that's why we do it, right? Thank you, BetterHelp. <laughs> Thank you, all these other sponsors. Thank you, YouTube. This is the way it works, right? So when you're money motivated, you continue and do work. I think they enjoy all these things that they do, but if Tamara is sitting there and she's looking at, I've got, you know, I've got Trace Amigas, which could be fun, but also has a little bit of like a bad connotation right now, considering that one of our Trace Amigas just hit a house driving under the influence and we're like singing about tequila. So she probably got a little bit of a, a you know, a, something in her ear, whether it's an agent, a publicist, a manager, her husband, who knows, saying this is a bad look. And then meanwhile, she probably had, um, you know, the other people in her ear basically saying, but it's Vicky and Shannon, you should have fun with them or whatever. Tamara did what was best for her, ultimately, it sounds like. But also, I guess she went around about it the wrong way. I guess what she did was instead of going to Vicky and Shannon, her co-hosts, her friends, she went to this man, I believe it's a man named Paris, who is their booker slash manager. And she went to him and basically said, I'm out. Do I believe this 100%? I mean, I believe that Vicky believes that this is the story. I don't know specifically what happened, but I guess what Jeff said is that Tamara takes a lot of things that she hears from people, like uh, hearsay in her DMs, et cetera, and she takes it as fact without listening. So Jeff would Jeff said that uh, multiple times he'll get a text from her saying, I can't believe you said this about me, or I can't believe this person said this on your show. And Jeff had to say, did you listen to my show? Honestly, if you listen to any podcasts and you recognize like the drama behind the scenes, the goal is, did you listen? 
Or are you just hearing what people are saying? Because this can get a lot of people in trouble. Rumors spread fast. There's a lot of uh, fakes, fake, fake news out there. And people, it's the game of telephone. You forget one thing, you add one thing, you can't really remember exactly. We don't have like audio perfect memories. Think about how many times I say something wrong on the show. It's just normal. So if you are someone who is going out there and you are, you know, talking to Tamara about all these things, she could be creating kind of stories in her head about it. Plus, this was so interesting. I guess there was a social media manager who was working for Tamara and a social media manager who was also working for Shanyan. Okay. Now, Shanyan and Tamara shared this social media manager, some guy named Payton. And apparently he was giving Tamara insider info, private information that Shanyan was talking about, like maybe in DMs or whatever. That is so wrong. You cannot do that, right? Like you can't work for someone as a social media manager and share private information. If you're in someone's DMs, you're getting all the good stuff, right? I get all the good stuff in my DMs. So I don't share, you know, I don't have someone in my DMs reading all my DMs and sharing it with someone else. Obviously, it's not a uh, a good relationship there. And Vicky was like, I need to, um, you know, she, she basically says that she wants to talk to Tamara, but she doesn't even know if there's like a future there, Tamara, and, uh, you know, is BFF with Teddy. Vicky was very upset about Teddy again. She cannot talk about Teddy in, in any way, right? And then finally... Um, she did say one thing that did come off a little bit envious, which was she talked about Teddy and Tamara doing their live two teas show in January. And Vicky said, and she brought Emily, which is like, why are you bringing Emily and not me? I mean, obviously she's not bringing you Vicky. You hate Teddy. Like Vicky wasn't even letting Teddy come to the Trace Amiga shows. Ugh, that thing snowballed that drama. Anyway. Uh, she also talked about Alexis Bellino, her story about Alexis and Johnny, Johnny Jansen, dirty John, that's his name, is that John Jansen allegedly really wants to rehab his image. He doesn't want to go to rehab, that's for sure. He wants to rehab his image after just being dragged in the last couple seasons of OC with Shanyan, and he's doing this through Alexis. Allegedly, Alexis and Johnny are together basically for mutual beneficial reasons. She's back on OC because of this relationship. He's with Alexis because he really wants to rehab his image and then also wants to kind of stick it to Shannon. Either way, I feel bad for Shannon. I can't imagine going onto a show and having this happen, right? Like it just feels, we feels so bad. Um, I guess that's it. And then they talked a lot about life insurance, health insurance. I found that fascinating. I was so into that story. I loved it. So good interview as always, as always, you know, um, Jeff Lewis pulls off a great interview. Let's move on to traders. Who watched Traders last night? If you have not watched Traders, I am telling you right now, this is a show that you must watch. Why? It mixes all our favorite things. It mixes like some Bravo lebs and that drama. It mixes competition shows like, you know, Big Brother Survivor type things. 
it has a beautiful cinematographic, like cinema, cinematic, cinematic appeal. I find it like such a cool show to watch. Alan Cummings, could you get a better host? So funny, so entertaining. Their challenges are hardcore. It's just genius. It's a genius, genius show. So if you're watching Traders, last night's episode was like jaw-dropping. And obviously, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about it. So the episode starts off, remember last week, when Dan had decided the Traders are Dan, Phaedra, and Parvati, okay? Dan had decided to try to eliminate Bergie. Bergie is a Love Island guy because he decides that Bergie has his name on the chalkboard. Bergie is going after Dan. So Dan's like, I want him out. Now, Parvati and Shade, Phaedra weren't 100% behind him on this, but allowed him to get his pick. He ended up going for Bergie, but Bergie had a shield. So the next morning at breakfast, everyone is just like waiting for Bergie to be eliminated, or at least the traders are. And then sure enough, Bergie walks right in there. Now, Peter, Peter from The Bachelor, who is turning into being one of the smartest people on Traders, it's unbelievable. He now decides, I I trapped you guys because the last week he had lied about who got the shield and only told a couple people. He had only told Parvati. He had only told CT. And then he told Dan. And he trusts that CT is not a traitor. I don't understand how you can trust anyone's not a traitor on this show. But he trusts that... CT is not a traitor, but he thinks Dan and Parvati are. How freaking good is he? He like, he nailed it. He got those traitors, right? Then, um, Phaedra, I'm sorry, Parvati and Dan both know that they're kind of under the gun and they're trying to kind of fight for their lives here by trying to talk their way out of it. Parvati does an awful job at it. Dan does a little bit of a better job at it. Then we go into a challenge. The challenges are Honestly, it's part of the times that I'm like looking at my phone because I love the drama behind these shows. I love it when they're back at the house and they're talking game and whatever. And they're like, you know, I'm not into like the actual challenges as much. My kids really love that part. They go into the challenges. It's a very challenging challenge. Lots of pulling and heavy and manual labor. And there's lots of shield boxes. So everyone's running after the shield, hoping to get the final shield of the game. Um, We had a moment here between the love story that is not really a love story, but in my heart and hoping this is a love story between CT and Phaedra. The way I love these two, you know my love for CT and you know my love for Phaedra. Mix them together. She calls him her castle daddy. Castle daddy. How cute is that? He protects her. He helps her. She falls. He picks her up. I mean, they are so cute. And CT is who you want on your side when you're doing these challenges because he's made a career out of doing these physical challenges. So they're going, they're fighting, they're working. Parvati is going after the shield too because she wants to be like, see, I'm not a traitor. I need a shield. Mm, We all know that game. They end up going through the challenge. They end up finalizing. They win their money. And the person that ends up getting the shield is Sheree, right? Sheree gets the shield. We get back to the house and now everyone's in gameplay. There's alliance. They're trying to figure out. We know they're going after Dan. And Dan decides in this moment, I am going to pull something off. It's my last chance. And I'm going to try to do something big because Dan has played this game silent. He's the silent killer, as John says, right? 
And so he's played this game silent the entire time. And now he says, I finally am going to state who I think it is. And we know that Parvati is already on the block, right? She's already on the chopping block. It's between her and Dan. So when Dan starts to talk and he decides that he's going to eliminate, you know, slowly who he thinks it could come down to, he plays this game where he's like, five people, five people um, are are on, uh, what does he say? Five people are not, have never been written down. Their name's on a chalkboard, five of them, okay? This person, this person, well, three of them, have done this. Well, two, and it comes down to the two that he is the most skeptical of, guys, are his co-traders, Parvati and Phaedra. Well, of course, at this moment, we all think, of course, he's going to go after Parvati. She's already got a target on her back. Peter already thinks that she may be a traitor. A lot of people are willing to possibly vote for Parvati during this moment. Guys, he didn't. He tried to pin it on Phaedra. You should have seen Phaedra's face. Mm-hmm. I have never seen it. Phaedra, my dear, I will never go against you no matter what because just even your looks could kill. Dan didn't recognize or realize who Phaedra is. She is not only a housewife married to medicine, bravo, liberty. This woman is an attorney. She knows how to fight for herself. And she just came back there with the backing. Every single thing Dan said, she went after him. And sure enough, most people believed um, Phaedra because Phaedra is likable. Most people are already skeptical about Danny, Danny boy. And sure enough, he went right back to Dan. Everyone voted for Dan. Dan left the house, said, I'm a traitor and peaced out now. This is a problem. Why? Because the target's on Phaedra's back. Why in the world would Dan call Phaedra out if he knew she wasn't a traitor? Obviously. He's such a jerk. I'm so mad at him and I loved him in the sh show. But what he did was maybe possibly one of the worst possible moves. Mean, mean move to take down a co-trader when you know that you're already going down. Well, now they're trying to um, bring on Peter the pilot onto their show. I mean, onto the traders because they feel like, you know, they basically are giving an option. You can either banish someone or you can bring someone on and they're going to bring Peter on. I thought it was such a good episode. Like it's, it's one of those shows that you kind of find yourself watching like, what? What's going to happen? And I love that we're all watching it together for some reason because Trader season one, I watched it on my own time, like in a bingeable way. And so this is kind of fun that you can watch it, you know, one by one, one episode at a time. Um, okay. So let's see what else, what else is like big or in the news. Um, I, I think that well, today's Groundhog Day, by the way. Did I tell you guys that? And it feels like Groundhog Day every day because every single day I say, it's your daily dose of Donna. It's your daily. I'm literally Punxsutawney Phil or whatever his name is. Phil. Phil? Ned Ryerson? Have you guys watched Groundhog Day? I think it's going to be on my TV tonight with the boys. I feel like tonight is a Groundhog Day night. I'm excited to watch that. I also have, um, we're watching Lance and I are finally, we finally finished The Bear and now we're watching Only Murders in the Building season three. Amazing, amazing show. 
In the meantime, I appreciate your guys' love. I appreciate your support. It has been a very weird week in the energetic world of podcasting, and we're getting back on track. I'm not worried about it for one second. Eliminating all the toxicity, bringing in all the positivity. How like new age do I feel? Um, I will see you guys tonight for happy hour. If you cannot make it, shoot me a DM. I'm hoping that we can find another time to all make it. I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you once again. Have a good one.